Hello and welcome to another episode of the Daily Red Podcast. I am your host, Bianca Wiley, arts enthusiast, performer and media creative. You will hear stories about the projects gracing the Queensland art scene and the artists' behind-the-scenes journeys. Sit back, relax and let's get into it. Today I am joined by Annie Paranthorne from the Brisbane Powerhouse. She is the programming manager. We're going to talk today a little bit about what's going on at the Powerhouse, what's happened and some of the exciting things in the works for the next few years. So to start with Emmy, the Powerhouse is set to become Brisbane's premier outdoor event uh, venue. What construction works are in place to accommodate these events? Um, So I think uh, the word construction is, is something that sounds kind of like we're building some really big kind of structures um, and the design and the concept behind what we're doing um, outside is very much sort of light touch. So um, as far as the things that we're building, uh, we're building a a tent on the performance lawn. It's going to be called the Pleasure Dome. It's a Nordic sailcloth tent. It's very light touch. Um, The designer that's working with us on all these projects um, Bruce McKinvin is really, really talented at making spaces beautiful and kind of work with the environment that's already, um, you know, around and obviously we're in such a beautiful kind of area. We're trying to sort of make sure that we emphasise the parklands and all of that stuff as well. So, um, yeah, the Pleasure Dome uh, is probably the biggest construction, I think, that we're doing. Um, we're also going to be building an outdoor cinema um, but again, yeah, it's kind of light touch. Um, it can be a lot of it can be packed away when it's not the cinema, so that people can mm-hmm. still use the parklands. Um, so yeah, pleasure dome, outdoor cinema, um, and the vertical restaurant is probably the other thing that I guess is a construction. But again, um, very very light touch because it's on the wall, our beautiful facade, our front wall, which is so famous. Um, yes. We want to keep that beauty as much as we can. So, construction is a word that I kind of go, oh, it sounds like we're building yes, all of the stadiums, and but really, it's all going to be very much fitting in with, with the surroundings and pretty light touch. I love the name, the um, Pleasure Dome and Vertical Restaurant. So, where did those two names come from, and why is it called a vertical restaurant? What what makes it a vertical restaurant? The name Vertical Restaurant is really just speaking to what it is. Um, So our front wall, um, the restaurant actually is hanging over the edge of the front wall at I think the height of our wall is maybe like 16 metres. So people actually climb over the top of the wall and sit and sort of like hang from the side of the wall. So it's like an adventure, it's really a restaurant dining experience for the adventurous, for the very adventurous. Um, so yeah, a vertical restaurant because it's literally you're sitting vertically up against the wall and kind of legs dangling having dinner. <laughs> what a unique experience. And what about the name The Pleasure Dome? Why, um, where does that come from? I don't know actually where the name Pleasure Dome came from. I think probably Kate Gould, our CEO artistic <laughs> director. She um, works with a lot of other designers and people across Australia, so maybe it came through there. But um, the concept was introduced... To me, and as far as I'm aware, this team as it being the Pleasure Dome. So, 
I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know when the idea for this whole concept of the outdoor events um, was first thought of? Probably also it was a vision that Kate brought with her, I would say. Um, you know, we've done plenty of things outside before, but um, never to this kind of level. Um, it's ambitious what we're doing. Um, and I think that was probably, Kate's been with us um, since sort of halfway through last year. So I think that her coming on board as the new CEO artistic director, you know, um, coming on board with big ideas, but also her background, you know, she's ambitious and, and also has a lot of experience in delivering mm -hmm. these things. So um, probably it's, really been born through her, I would say. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not surprised. She's um, <laughs> a wonderful person to talk to and she's been very supportive of me. She's helped me with a few different projects and yeah, shared she, her thoughts. Um, now, how many more events do you think the powerhouse will be able to cater for each year with these new upgrades? I guess TBC in some ways. Um, the Pleasure Dome will operate 10 months of the year. Um, that's the plan. So it'll sort of function like um, another venue, so we'll be programming you know, all sorts of different um, shows and performances in there, um, conferences and weddings, so really um, the same as, in a, as a theatre, like it, it could be 100, it could be potentially more, but that's just sort of the pleasure dome, um, so that just depends on programming and um, I guess we could put a lot in there really. Um, the cinema will be you know, running Thursday to Sunday, 12 months of the year, um, throughout the whole year. Um, and the other two kind of major events that we have planned for our side is um, like, a, a, like a night market, which is a food slash visual arts kind of feast for the senses. I'm looking forward um, to that. I just made that up, by the way. Oh. <laughs> as, in, as in my description of that, I just made it up. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be every March and every October, um, and that's got a really, really strong visual arts kind of um, program, and alongside that, we've got a food curator, Lizzie Lowell, who is kind of, you know, selecting the chefs that can be part of that event, so it's sort of like a food visual arts type experience, big, big, big event that happens every March and October. March and October. And when will we start to actually see these um, works oops, uh, be up and running? When, when will people be able to go and visit them? I mean, the Pleasure Dome is being built right now. So <laughs> if it's your thing, you could go and watch people building that. Um, it will be opened in November, mid-November. Oh, soon? Yeah. Uh, we've got, I think, the first show that we have in there is Shane Jenick on the 15th of November. Um, there's a bunch of other kind of events happening out there um, that are part of uh, our Melt Festival, which is obviously in November. Um, the outdoor cinema probably um, early next year, maybe like April, somewhere around there, will be open. So um, still working out timelines, I guess. And um, yeah, the night market, the first night market starts on the 1st of March. It's all really up and running very soon and shortly so we can go and enjoy. Yes. Now with this outdoor cinema, will you be showing local films, short films, um, film festival kind of works? What, what's the purpose of it? One of the things, it, it has, the site that we're looking at has 
functioned as an outdoor cinema before a couple of times um, and it works really well in that space. Um, for us it's more about just activating the outside areas really. Um, we'll partner with an exhibitor, so um, a cinema, I'm not allowed to say who, yes, but we'll be partnering with an exhibitor who will kind of more or less run the operations of that and they'll be the ones that do the program for it as well. Okay. Um, potentially we'll put our own events out there every now and then but it will sort of be like yeah programmed by the cinema that we partner with. Now the powerhouse recently had the beautiful kaleidoscope installation on the performance well, uh, lawn. Was it well received and will we be able to see more of these um, really interactive and beautiful installations. Yeah, totally. It was definitely well received. We had um, over 25,000 people go through that, I believe. For how many um, weeks? Uh, eight weeks. It's a um, lot. Yeah, eight weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so definitely well received. That was, it was magnificent as you went through. Yes, yes, it was really, really awesome. Yeah, that was really, really cool. It was an honour to have that, actually. It was very cool. Um, and yes, you can expect that kind of stuff in the future for sure. So the night market that I was talking about, that has a really strong visual arts um, program. And we're looking at similar kind of stuff in that we want, you know, durational installation kind of visual art that's public, um, generally the, the art that we program for those two events each year will be free, which is the difference, I guess, to Kaleidoscope. Um, but other than that, yeah, we're looking for big, big scale, really impressive, really beautiful kind of works that people can interact with. That's a huge part of the plans. I think that speaks a lot for the powerhouse. I mean, the yeah. powerhouse building itself is so interactive, and right next to us is this gorgeous painting. Yes, um, just pop <laughs> so is she local? Oh, I actually don't know. I just know the name of the artist. Um, it's been there for quite a while, so I don't know the backstory. I'm sorry, I just know that it's just... That's alright. I think one of the wonderful things about the Powerhouse is you have a really diverse range of programming um, yeah. from local to national and international. Yeah. So what does the powerhouse mean for local performers such as those that participate in Brisbane Festival, Brisbane Comedy Festival? How does the powerhouse give local artists a platform? Oof, that's a question that's probably beyond, you know, I'm probably not the best person to answer that fully, but I could give you my perspective, um, you know, and also it's a question that probably you would want the perspective of the artists as well. But I think that um, we very much nurture um, the arts. Um, a lot of what we do commercially is so that we can support artists and bring new work um, to Brisbane. And it's very much also about you know the the local artists. You know we still do program international work. But that also kind of still supports kind of local art artists in a, in a different way, just by lifting kind of the standards and people getting you know really accustomed to seeing all sorts of different work. And um, so I think that yeah. Come on, come on, Millie. Hello. It's <laughs> an interactive space. <laughs> Always adds more to the audio when you hear bits and pieces. It means the place is alive. Um. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we have a lot of spaces that we offer for free for rehearsals and that kind of thing. You know, rehearsal spaces is a really hard thing to find in Brisbane. Um, so wherever we can, we do support um, 
independent artists. Um, and a lot of that is also, yeah, like I said, from doing commercial work and then, you know, generating funds so that we can then put that into uh, you know, yeah. yeah, it's so important. And you've been here for seven years, is that correct, Amy? Yes, yes, seven and a bit, maybe. And how have you seen the powerhouse um, change, grow? What are you most looking forward to in the future of the powerhouse? I mean, I have always really loved the powerhouse ever since I was quite young and used to come here. Um, just to even look at the building before it was an arts venue. Um, I think I'm really excited about the future. I'm really excited about what's what's kind of on the cards for us in the next three to um, two to three years. Um, having Kate Ward on board is really exciting. Um, like I've mentioned in the past, she's super ambitious and kind of fearless. Um, our arts program director, Brad Spaulding, also he's quite new, and it's really exciting to be working with people who really are all about the art. Um, so yeah, I think. That's probably the thing that I'm most excited about, and of course I'm mm. excited about the outdoor activations because yes. that's what I'll be primarily working on. So yeah, no, I can't wait, and thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to share with us no what's problems. going on with the powerhouse and its outdoor events. And I'll be sure to check out the Pleasure Dome because I think it's such such a wonderful name. It's a great, name. and I'm sure I'll live up to it, um, no doubt. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'm sure that it will. Thank you so much, Bianca. You're most welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Daily Red Podcast. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok for more. And we'll be with you again soon. Bye!